Shalom and welcome everyone to the Universal Garden of Emuna. I'm Yonatan Galed, you are beautiful, amazing people. And we're here in the holy city of Jerusalem, in the Chut Shel Chesed Yeshiva, directed by our beloved teacher and spiritual guide, Rabbi Shalom Arush, who is the author of this amazing work of art. How are you people? I'm so happy to be here with you once again. This is amazing, receiving a lot of mails, and even from places we... I would have never thought <laughs> people watch us, so it's amazing. And thank you for all the feedback. And I hope that as we see from the mails, people are starting to work. Work on them on the on the on themselves. <laughs> on themselves, a spiritual work, you know, training to reach the highest levels. And that's only, by the way, of Emuna. We have touched a very important uh, point in this world of Emuna that we'll talk about in a few minutes. But before everything, please, I would like to start off with a little joke. Listen to this one. It's for wise people. Okay, it's a joke for wise people, so you will understand. Said the wise man. Said the wise man. A person should be humble and say to himself, I am a nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should say to yourself, I am a nobody. Now, nobody is perfect. Therefore, I am perfect. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> say the wise man. Okay. I'm a nobody. Now, nobody is perfect. So I'm perfect. That's very, that's very smart of him. Never mind. So it's a good message. We are all perfect. We are all the creations of the creator. Now we shouldn't feel better than anyone else, but we are the work of art of the creator. And we want to get better. So that's amazing. And uh, reach our perfection. But we also need to accept our situation, our current situation, and work from there to reach perfection every time, to be better. Excellent. Now, if you have jokes to share with us, so I can read them for you, you can send a mail to yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N, dot jokes at gmail.com. If you have comments or uh, whatever, you can write us to yonatan.emuna, that is E-M-U-N-A, at gmail.com. And let's start. Let's start. We have so much to do here. We are in chapter 3. Emuna is prayer. That's what we spoke about last time. Emuna is prayer. You want to know the secret of Emuna? First of all, is a direct connection with the creator of the world. And that's how, how do you do that? Speaking to him. Speaking to the creator. That's what you need to do. And we talked about it, the power of prayer. And now, there's another very important po point that we need to know. How to use this spiritual tool that is the prayer. Because people think, I know to pray. Yes, please, have mercy, help me. Yeah, everybody knows that. But this is something you need to be... You need to must master yourself in it. You need to know how to do it correctly. And there's a, there's a book of Rabbi Shalom Arush that is called In Forest Fields. 
an entire book of about, I don't know, 400 pages, I think, that is speaking on the art of praying, of doing it bodedus, which is seculated prayer. So there's a lot to learn. We're going, we're going to touch a few points here that will help us connect to the Creator in a better way and understand how to do it correctly. So we are in page 53. Yeah, 53. What are you asking for? Let's see. How to pray. What to ask. What am I asking? Let's see. We've been talking about a person whose intent is to fulfill his mission on earth. We mentioned last week that we're speaking to people that want to change something in their lives. They don't want to stay the same. They want to change. They want to have a better life. They want to be better. And how can you be better? If you connect to the source of all good. That's the creator of the world. You can call him God, Father in heaven, whatever you want. Hashem. Hashem. And if you connect to him, to the source, the real source of everything, the creator of the universe, then you can get better. Now, we want to get better. We want to fulfill our mission on earth. We want to have a meaningful life. Not just sleep, drink, eat, go to a concert, go to a football game, sleep again, again, eat, drink. But we want to have a meaningful life. We want to, to have a reason to wake up in the morning. We want to reach our perfection. So, we've, we've been talking about a person whose intent is to fulfill his mission on earth, which is to get close to the Creator and to get to know Him. Which we read that the Zohar, the holy book of, called Zohar of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says that the purpose of a human being is to get to know the Creator. But if a person prays for something, we said to get to know the Creator, to get in touch with Him, to connect with Him, you, you need to pray, to talk to Him, speak, speak to Him like a, a child speaks to his, to his father, to his mother openly. And, okay, now we said, but if a person prays for something that is against the Creator's will, against the Creator's will, then the Creator won't necessarily grant those wishes. We want magic. I ask, I receive. I want it, I get it, right? So it doesn't work like that. No, maybe in La La Land. <laughs> I don't know. There's a way. There's a way to ask. And also you need to know what you're asking for. Because if it, it goes against the Creator's will, the Creator's will, so the Creator won't want to give it to you. Let's see an exa a few examples here. So, if a person prays for something that is against the Creator's will, then the Creator won't necessarily grant those wishes. Indeed, the Creator will be angry at him. He won't be happy with this. Now, now let's, see, let's see an example so we can understand. How? Imagine that a son asks a father for $100,000. Yeah, nice amount of money, right, Alex? That's a nice amount to ask for. So the son asks his father for this money. So the father asks. It's a rich father. He loves his son. He says, son, what do you need $100,000 for? What do you need it for? There's an 
an important project? You want to open a business? What's going on? Tell me what, what it's for. So the son answers, uh, I'll tell you why. I want to buy a really powerful, you know, really powerful bulldozer to knock down our family home. Okay, dad? Uh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. I want to buy a really powerful bulldozer and take down our house. What do you say about that, Dad? Sounds good, right? <laughs> nice kid, right? Oh, this generation, I tell you. Or maybe another example. Or maybe the son wants to buy a garbage truck. He tells him, Father, I want to buy a nice, you know, expensive garbage truck to dump all the garbage from the neighborhood onto your manicured front lawn. Okay, Dad? Give me the money, please. <laughs> so you can imagine what the father would do in this situation. No one would expect the father to fulfill such insolent requests. Of course not. But you know, a lot of times we do the same. We do the same. We don't notice, maybe. Maybe we don't think we do, but we do. So the father, of course, won't accept this request. What's more, the father would certainly be perturbed and probably will punish his son or take him for, you know, to a, you know, some mental <laughs> counseling. There's, there's need, something needs to be done here. Things can continue the same way, way right? The above example is no different than asking the Creator for success in doing something sinful. You can say, please, God, help me to steal. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> Hashem, the Creator, said, you can't steal. You can't kill. You can't do certain things. You can't ask His help for doing something that is the contrary of what he wants. You can't ask him to do something sinful. Yes? Or satiating your bodily urges against his will. You can't ask his help for that. Answering such prayers is tantamount to contaminating and destroying the world. Spiritually, of course, which affects also the material and physical world. So, of course, such prayers won't go unanswered. So, so, so don't say, I don't know. He's not answering me. Of course not. You, wanna, you want to ruin his world. He gave us very clear instructions. What to do and what not to do. If you do or want to do what you're not supposed to do, you are ask, asking the Creator, to help you, if you ask His help, to ruin His world. So, of course, He won't give you. Won't fulfill your requests. Of course, now, sometimes we see people do things against the Creator's will. We see that. So, the Creator, hey, He's got His calculations, why yes, why not. But a person that understands that with the power of prayer, he can actually reach everything he wants and needs, but really needs, 
which means to get, to reach his perfection. So he won't use this spiritual tool against the Creator, supposedly, and which means actually use it against himself, because he's going to be damaging only himself. So we see that such prayers would go unanswered, and that's very simple to understand. Yet, when a person's intent is to build and beautify the world, he wants to make a better place here for all humankind, to make uh, this world a place of emuna, that everybody will know the Creator, will speak to Him, will do, you know, acts of loving kindness, help each other. That's beautiful, that's amazing, that's the Creator's will. So when a person intends to build and beautify the world, the Creator is happy to answer his prayers and fulfill his wishes. Even when the prayers aren't answered, even when the prayers aren't answered immediately, sometimes the Creator decides not to answer an answer, uh, uh, a prayer immediately. You ask for something, and the Creator decides to do something with that, maybe in two weeks, in a month. We don't know. We can ask. The Creator decides when is the perfect timing to receive what we're asking for, if we ask correctly. So, even when the prayers aren't answered immediately, it's because the Creator derives much gratification from them and wants to hear more. That's a very important rule. Sometimes when we are, we feel we're, we are unanswered, so we get sad, maybe angry, which is actually a lack of emuna. But we need to understand, and we see it in the Torah also, with the patriarchs, the matriarchs, the great-great-grandfathers and grandmothers, we see that the Creator likes, likes to hear the prayers. And sometimes he decides to use a certain prayer for something else, for the benefit of this person. And sometimes he just wants you to pray more, because it will help you. So we say the Creator loves to hear the prayers, but it's only because it's for our own good. So we need to understand that, and I'll get sad or disappointed. No. Also, this is very important now. Each request has its spiritual price tag. Its spiritual price tag, which means the amount of prayer that's required to have a certain request fulfilled. And this is amazing. Because maybe we have mentioned this once. You go to, to you go shopping to buy something. Now you've got your wallet or maybe your credit card, and you go shopping. No, everything's got a price tag. You can't go and, you know, get out with a, a nice teddy bear for your daughter and not pay for it. You can also not pay, I want to pay $20. This teddy bear is very expensive. It costs $100. I have only 20 Take the 20 No one, <laughs> No one will let you go with a teddy bear. Everybody understand that. But in spiritual things, we think it works. Whatever I do is great. It's wonderful. 
right, every single effort we do in the spiritual world is important. It's powerful. But there are also spiritual price tags. You want to reach something. You want to buy something with prayers. There's a certain amount of prayers that is re required to receive what you want. So don't pray one, once, twice and say, ah, oh, you see, nothing changes. Ah, oh, it's a waste of time. No. Maybe this specific thing you want, marital peace, uh, to get along with your children, with your boss, whatever, maybe that certain thing needs 10 prayers. 15 prayers of 5 minutes each or 10 minutes. We don't know. But we do know that if you pray and pray and pray and you don't give up, one, in a certain moment, you will reach the price tag and you will receive what you requested. If it's, as we said, for the benefit of the world and goes along with the will of the Creator. It's that simple. Not with physical might. This is another very important rule. People lack awareness and a detailed knowledge of what a Muna really is. Because people think a Muna is faith. I believe. And that's enough. I believe. So I believe. Yeah. So, so that's enough. No, we said a Muna. That's why we use the word a Muna and not faith or belief. Because the Muna is so much more. You see, this entire book is trying and it's doing it, explaining us what is the Muna and how to use it. So it's not just faith, it's, you know, whether you got it or not, no. It's something you work on it. You need to, to, to achieve it. So people lack awareness. What is exactly a Muna? The pure, simple faith in the Creator. Consequently, they don't know the cogent resource that's available to them. And they don't take advantage of the power of Amuna to get close to Hashem, to the Creator, and to improve their lives. It sounds like, you know, concepts. No, there's a way how to work, how to do things. For some, this is very important. Because now really I'm asking each and every one, that is listening, try to find yourself in what we're saying. Where do you belong? Where do I belong it now in these definitions of different kind of beliefs? Or, or let's say levels of Emuna. For some, Emuna ends with the belief that there's a creator to the world. I believe in God. What does it mean? There's someone out there. There's someone out there created everything, great. That's for me. That's enough for me. Are you there? Is this your uh, group? Let's see, maybe, maybe not. So that's one. The belief that there's a creator to the world. There's God. That's one. Others believe in a supreme power, but don't realize that it has anything to do with the details of their daily lives. There's something out there. There's something out there. But does it have something to do with me? 
People say, yeah, he created the world and then, you know, went to vacation. He's now resting in Hawaii or I don't know where, God forbid. He took his time off. Nice world. Thank you. Now let's live it to the fullest and don't tell me to do this or not do that. Let me live my life. So things happen in their lives. They don't see no connection between what they're living right now and the Creator and God. They therefore make no connection between the events of their lives and divine providence. They don't think, they don't think, they don't believe that everything is under the supervision, the exact supervision, what we call divine providence of the Creator. So, that's the second group. And now we'll define the third group, the third group that I personally want to be inside that group, this club, the Amuna Club. And I think this is the mission that we want to achieve, learning together with my <laughs> suffering here, with my English, but we want to reach something. So let's see. The practical meaning of Amuna is to connect everything. Now listen to this example. A nagging, a nagging wife, yeah, or, insens or an insensitive husband, an insolent or a cruel boss, as well as health and income problems, everything with the Creator's will. To connect everything together, yes, your mother-in-law included, my friend, yes, yes, everything is sent to us in a tailor-made perfection, for the soul correction of each and every one of us. That's the truth. You can believe it or you can leave it. But when you have questions, go back to basics. This is the ground we're standing on to, you know, climb upper and upper in the Amuna ladder that we want to reach. We want a connection with the Creator. If we disconnect the daily events, the smallest things, you're stuck in traffic, you missed the bus, uh, your boss got angry with you, you lost your, your, your pencil, your keys. It happens, man, it happens. You know, people lose things. No, no, no. You're right. But it was all planned. There is a reason for everything. We need to open our eyes and see what is going on here. The wonders. The perfection of each and everything. We want to achieve, to have spiritual awareness where we see the hand of the Creator in everything. In everything. And that's such an amazing life. Because suddenly everything's got a purpose. Everything's got its place. Everything in my life, different situations, different people, it's all for me to grow and connect and get to know Hashem, the Creator. Better and better every time. So that's our work. The practical meaning of Emunah, we said, to connect everything with the Creator. 
This is the way the Creator wants things. <laughs> That's how He created things. That's the purpose that we are here in this earth. Practical Amuna means turning to the Creator and speaking to Him about everything that happens in our lives. Everything. What? He doesn't know? You said it's God. He doesn't know. He knows. He knows perfectly. But He wants you, you, me, to be, get connected, to connect with Him. And how do we connect? Speaking. Also, husband and wife. Your wife comes to tell you everything she's been through. You tell her, I know, I know. You, you suffered with the kids. You had a bad day. I know everything. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> what will happen? Guys, you know what will happen. And it happened. There's going to be a big explosion there. Of course you know she suffered, she went, she went shopping, she didn't find this, and she spoke to that, and of course, let's say you know it, but she needs to speak it, she needs to tell it. That's the way she feels connected with you, okay, my friend? So it's a, it's, a, it's a need that she has. We also, every person, every human being has that need. But a lot of time we don't know we have that need. The Creator wants to show us that if we will start making Him a part of our lives, and how do we do that? By speaking to Him, telling Him everything. Even though He knows everything, He wants to hear it from you. Like a father wants to hear from his son, from his daughter. How was their day? What did they do? He wants to guide them. So if they failed in something... Come and tell me. I want to hear it. I saw. I know. But I want to hear it from you. Be a hero. Come and tell me. It's not scary. I will help you. Father in heaven, the creator wants to hear his daughters, his sons. He wants to help us. He wants us to make him a part of our lives. And in that way, live a spiritual life. Bring spirituality authentic spirituality into this, this, this material, physical world. So, it's very simple. We need to tell Him everything. Speak to Him. Connect everything in our lives with Him. So, let's see. What does He want from us and what is He trying to tell us? Let's try to understand. You certainly believe that everything is from the Creator. If you reach to this point and you are already saying, okay, the Creator is the one that made everything and has His divine providence on everything. So that's great. That's great. If we're here together, that's great. And we already spoke. How to help yourself believing, asking Him to help you in certain things. We have spoke about that. We talked about it. But now we know. We say, the common ground now is the Creator. Everything is from the Creator. Great. So if you understand that, then there's a big question. Then why don't you speak to Him about everything? If you believe that everything is from Him, why is it that you don't speak to him? So Rabbi Arus says a very important rule. If you don't speak to him, it shows you don't believe in him. 
If you don't speak, you don't believe. No, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I believe in God. I believe in the Creator. Sure, yeah. When was the last time you spoke to Him? Uh, yeah, uh, this morning. Yeah, a few words. Yeah. To live with the Creator is to be with Him all the time, in traffic, in the way to, to work, in the elevator. He's a part of your life. Having some time with Him, Rabbi Nachman, the great doctor of the soul, says, says you have to have an hour a day with the Creator. In a nice park, in a nice, you know, in nature, in your living room, just you and the Creator. An hour together. We'll speak about that. But to make him a part of your life is not only, you know, to say two words and I did my part. It's, it's not serious. It's a joke. It's a game. No, that's not what we want. If you don't speak to the Creator about what's bothering you, it means that you don't believe in him and that only you don't believe in him and that only he can help you. Because if you believe that he can help you, speak to him. So you believe, you know, I've got a good lawyer there in this situation. I've got a nice, you know, bank account there. I'll be okay. Okay. So you're depending on other things. And then you say, ah, I've got a Muna. No. You've got a Muna in your bank account. In your rich uncle. I don't know what. Not in a creator. Because the first one you turn to is not the creator. So even if you have a nice bank account... That's great. Send Alex a few a few bucks, if you will. <laughs> Taking care of you. But if even if you have a rich uncle, you have got everything, a great lawyer, I don't know what. If you want to grow spiritually, you need to know that the only one you depend on is the creator. And actually, he's the one who gave you the bank account, the rich uncle, and whatever. We need to know that. Emuna needs strengthening. It's working, a daily work. Just like you go to the gym or whatever, you need to work on Emuna. This is the Creator's will. He wants a person to get to know Him and to turn to Him for everything in life and to ask Him for His guidance and assistance. Simple as that. The Creator also wants us to seek His help in understanding what He wants from us. There's a, me there's a message in everything that's happened to us. The Creator wants to teach us something, to tell us something. We need to know how to read the signs, how to understand the messages. The Creator isn't interested in fancy displays of human strength and prowess. He's not impressed with the technological achievements, our technological achievements. Yeah, we reached the moon. We've got smartphones to create. Like, yeah, great. <laughs> Actually, we're ruining the world with that. So uh, probably he's not too happy when we use it for bad. What actually he wants? He wants our prayers to hear us. To hear our prayers. The Creator loves our faith in Him. Now, to paraphrase King David, he doesn't want the might of the horse or the strength of human quadriceps. Quadriceps, right? Like triceps? Quadriceps? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but those who yearn for his compassion. He doesn't want your muscle, man. 
He wants your heart. He wants your words. That's what he wants. And, you know, we're so connected to this world that sometimes it's, it's hard for us to understand that. That's why we need to work on ourselves. And we'll explain how to work on ourselves in a second. As a person begins to converse with the Creator about everything that is happening in his life, he begins to believe in Him and to see His workings every minute of the day. You actually start to see His presence. You can start to feel His presence. Thus, he has more reason to thank Him and to pray to Him about every detail in life. It's like a circle that is uh, fueling itself. The more I speak, the more I feel and sense His presence. And the more, the more I sense His presence and see the wonders He, he, he does for me, I have more reason to speak to him, to thank him, to ask him for more. So all the time, I'm growing, actually. So again, thus he has more reason to thank him and to pray to him about every de detail in life without waiting for tribulations, sufferings, and life's difficulties to force him to pray. We will speak about the meaning of suffering. We'll speak about that. But for today, let's stop here and think a little bit. What are we saying here? Life can be the most beautiful, sweet, pleasant experience that someone can have. We're suffering a lot. Things don't, don't go out, don't, don't come out the way we want them to, to, to be. We meet people we don't want, we don't want we, where we find ourselves in situations that are not very you know, exciting. And we feel a lot of sorrow for a lot of things. But that's only because we're not connected with the Source. When we are connected with the Creator, the Source of Life, the source of all this entire universe, then there's a meaning to each and everything that is happening in our lives. Suddenly, everything in our lives got a meaning. Everything in our lives serves to get us, get us closer to the Creator, to get to know Him better, to run to Him and tell Him, Father, Father in Heaven, God, Hashem, I need your help. I'm confused. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I had a lot of thoughts and then, you know, I thought this and that, but all the doors got closed in my face. Help me. Please help me. And if we turn to the Creator before doors get slammed in our face or the all kind of tribulations and suffering reach us, then we, that shows we are smart people. <laughs> and we are smart people because we're learning this. It's better to look and search for the Creator before all kind of not so 
you know, not so, uh, how, how to say it, I don't know, not so gratifying things happen to us. We need to be smart. Because this way or another, the Creator wants us to reach our perfection. And a smart person does the work, invests the time and the effort to do the correct thing. And another person just, you know, lets life take him, take him places. And sometimes it's things that are not so comfortable or pleasant. So let's stop here for today. Let's meditate in this. Let's think about this. The homework for today is this. If we didn't do it until now, let's start making the Creator an active part of our lives. Every situation we find ourselves in, and before a situation arrives, let's speak to Him. Let's prepare the day. Please, Hashem, give me a nice day today. Help me that things will work out. Things will go smoothly. And even if not, give me the power to accept it. With a smile. Allow me to accept it and know that this is your work. For my benefit. Because you love me. And want the best for me. Let's start doing this simple spiritual work. And we'll see wonders. So that's the homework for today. And now, we've got the winner of this week. Yes. And this is amazing. His name is Timothy Cruz. And he wrote us an amazing letter. Also sent a joke. But the big thing is that Timothy is from Beijing, China. Yes. Timothy Cruz. We're with you, my friend. We know all this coronavirus going on and, you know, the earth is shaking. There's probably a big message here also. It's interesting that what is corona? It's in Latin, crown. Where is the crown of the Creator? It's thrown away because we don't crown the Creator. We crown our bodily urges and, you know, everything we want. Maybe this virus is to wake us up a little bit to understand. We need to bring back the crown to the source. And how? By Amuna. So my friend Timothy, to you, your family, everyone in China there, human beings everywhere, may Hashem the Creator will bring health to everyone and that we will see. Beautiful planet, full of peace, full of love, full of Amuna. That's the secret. Amuna is the secret for everything. So, thank you for writing us, Timothy. Write us also to receive your prize. And thank you for everything. Thank you, people that, you know, share the teachings and comment. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for all the mails. And we'll see you next time with more energy, with more teachings. And now to go and do your homework. Right, Alex? Excellent. See you next week, and hopefully with good news. Goodbye.